0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody, it's Adam the Bull. This is The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. And on today's podcast, We got a lot to talk about Sunday night football are the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs are really good, but are the 49ers the best team in the NFL? After what they did to Dallas last night, it's hard to argue against it. Plus, we look at the state of the AFC North. Are the Bengals back? And what are the odds of winning the division, according to Bet Rivers, right now? We'll get to all of that coming up on this edition of the bullpen with Adam, the bull Brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We begin with Sunday night football. The San Francisco 49ers took apart the Dallas Cowboys 42 to 10. Now think about this for a minute. Dallas is a really good team. Now I know they played poorly against Arizona, but it wasn't. That wasn't a game they were never in. It was a bad game for them. They lost. They failed in the red zone. But Dallas is still a good team, and they have a very good defense, and they got taken to the woodshed by the 49ers. Philadelphia is undefeated as well. Great team. We know what the Chiefs are. We know what the the Dolphins have looked like offensively. Buffalo, despite their loss yesterday to Jacksonville in in the – in England, is still a very good team. On and on we go. But right now, there is nobody better than the San Francisco 49ers. 5-0, and 3-0 at home. They're, they look absolutely lights out on both sides of the ball. For the first time all season, Christian McCaffrey did not have a big game. He had 19 carries for 51 yards. So it's under three yards a carry he had two catches for 27 yards, nothing spectacular, and still they won going away. I mean it's it's just nuts. Keep dismissing Brock Purdy if you want. All he does is make plays. He was very efficient, completed 70% of his passes yesterday, 17 to 24, 252, four touchdowns, no picks, they protect him great. Uh, Kittle finally got going. He had had a very quiet start to the season. He had three catches. They were all touchdowns, including a 38-yarder. And again, outside of Kittle, nobody put up you know really big numbers. Leading rusher was actually Jordan Mason, a lot of that garbage time, 69 yards. Kittle, the leading receiver, at 67 yards. But they just do everything right. They make all the plays uh, defensively. They're extremely efficient. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw lead that defense. They're, they're, you know, just unbelievably. Nick Bosa gets a lot of the hype, but uh, Fred Warner is just unbelievable. He's just incredible. He's probably the best linebacker in all of football. Our old friend here in Cleveland, Deshaun Gibson, still playing at a high level with the Niners. They're just, they're just excellent across the board. And they, you know, I'm, I'm going to the. Um, in fact, let me bring up the uh, the latest odds at the Bet Rivers Ohio Sportsbook to win the Super Bowl, or technically to win the NFL championship. Uh, the 49ers are fa- favorites to win right now, as they should be. They are plus 400. The Chiefs are the second choice at plus 550. Philadelphia at plus 700. Buffalo at plus 900, and then Miami at plus 1,000. Those are your top five favorites right now to win the Super Bowl. Uh, So there you go. Next week, of course, the 49ers will play the Browns. As the Browns come off their bye week, the spread is up on the game, and the Niners are a a four-and-a-half-point favorite in Cleveland. The Browns have played great defensively. They played well offensively with Deshaun Watson against Tennessee. Then he missed the game due to injury, and they got beat up by the Ravens, who lost themselves. We talked about that a little yesterday. The Niners are a a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Browns. It seems pretty reasonable, honestly, because it's hard, hard to pick against the Niners, even in Cleveland. Browns have been decent. Um... We'll get more of that, and, and I want to do a deeper dive into the AFC North, including whether the Bengals are back in a sec, but first, get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. All right, other uh, AFC North lines for Week 6. Mentioned the Niners are a four and a half point favorite in Cleveland. The Bengals are a three point favorite at home against Seattle. And um, let's see, the Ravens are a four point favorite at Tennessee. And the Steelers. Why am I not seeing the Steelers? The Steelers are on a bye next week. What, what's their status? Uh, let's see. The Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers are on a bye next week. So they're not playing. There you go. Where does the AFC North stand? Well, if you look at the standings, the Steelers are technically in first place. They are three and two. So is Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Steelers would have the tiebreaker right now because they beat the Ravens head to head. The Browns are two and two, and the Bengals are two and three. So five games in, four for the Browns. Five weeks in, the Steelers have a tiebreaker, but the whole division is within one game. How do uh, the folks at Bet Rivers see it? Well. <clears throat> Despite the fact that the Steelers beat the Ravens yesterday, the Ravens are the favorite still to win the AFC North at plus 125. The Browns are second at plus 250. It's funny because the Steelers have beaten both the Ravens and the Browns, and yet the Ravens and Browns are both significantly uh, have better odds or lower odds than the Steelers, which... If you've watched the Steelers play, the Steelers look seem like the worst of those three teams. But they've found a way to win because they've played well defensively. They've forced some turnovers when it mattered. Bengals and Steelers are both plus four fifty to win the North. <clears throat> um if you look at the the North is the only division in the NFL. Uh well, let me just double check that. I think I'm missing one division. Uh no. The, no- the AFC North is the uh, one of only two divisions. The AFC North and the NFC South are the only divisions where the favorite to win the division is plus money. So there's no overwhelming favorite. The Ravens are plus 125 to win the AFC North, and the Saints in the NFC South are plus 145 to win that division. So that's the smallest favorite but uh listen it's everything's very much up for grabs in the AFC North uh let me start with the Bengals who seem to if you didn't watch the game get back on track yesterday as they scored a lot of points offensively and beat Arizona 34 to 20. um I've I've obviously watched the Bengals play all year uh I Joe Burrow was was way better yesterday there's no doubt about it I still don't think he was completely himself. Now, the way he played yesterday, which was more like, you know, 85, 90% Joe Burrow instead of the first four weeks where we saw maybe a 50% Joe Burrow. They can win a decent amount of games with the way Joe Burrow played yesterday at the, let's say, 90%. He seemed much more physically able to do things that he wasn't able to do in the first four games. Now, he wasn't perfect, and and it's not fair to expect him to be, but he still missed some throws. He threw a pick. What's funny is he he threw a pick on a play that really wasn't his fault. The wide receiver fell down, which led to the pick, but there was another play in the game where, where it was not a pick, but it should have been. It was a really bad throw. He threw it right to the defender. The defender dropped it. And there were a couple other throws he missed by just a little bit. You know, a mechanic's still not perfect coming off dealing with injury. But that being said, overall, he played way better than he has uh, so far this season. Obviously, Jamar Chase had a monster game. But I'll say this. The Bengals still have some problems besides, you know, we've all been looking at the Joe Burrow injury as if when he gets better, they're going to be great. There's other problems on the Bengals. Um, I, even as Barrow gets healthier, I'm not sure they're as good as I thought they'd be and many others thought they'd be. His his greatness until this this year has maybe covered up some more flaws. We've always known the offensive line has been – what's amazing about the Bengals' offensive line is that they continue to add players and then – and. And, yes, they've gotten better in the last couple of years, but they're still not very good on the offensive line. Um, If you look at it, and um, the most amazing part of this is that the Bengals this year, you know, last year they brought in three new offensive linemen, and this year they brought in one. But the one was Orlando Brown Jr., and he's been a pro bowler. but And I got to look up the latest on his PFF grades. But so far from the eye test, he has not played well. I don't know if he's not in great shape right now. I don't know what's going on. But they spent a lot of money on Orlando Brown to fix their left tackle problem, which has been bad because Jonah Williams has been bad. Uh, but Orlando Brown Jr. has not been good. Now, is he better than Jonah Williams? Yeah, sure, but that doesn't say much. But he has not been very good. Defensively, uh, there's a couple things happening here. First of all, the Bengals have gone from two excellent veteran safeties in Von Bell and Jesse Bates to young players. Now, Dax Hill... Um, and Nick Scott, who were the starters, Hill was the first round pick by the Bengals in 2022. Nick Scott's a somewhat young player they signed from the Rams, and then Jordan Battle has played some first, uh, second round pick this year. They've they've shown, you know, they've played okay. Uh, they you know been kind of up and down, but you're not getting the consistent instinctual play that you're getting from the other guys that you had from the veteran players. It takes time. It's not as good. Um, and then surprisingly, and again, I'll have to look at the, the PFF grades, the updates on DJ Reader. But the Bengals, usually when DJ Reader's in there, it's hard to run on the Bengals. And it it hasn't been. Even Arizona, like James Connor getting hurt in that game yesterday was a big deal. Because when James Connor was in there, they were running the ball really well, very effectively. Uh, and then he got hurt and they really couldn't run it much after that. But, um, but you know they 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 did an end around to Rondell Moore, but but they couldn't run it between the tackles once James Conner was out. That made a difference uh, because the kid I can't think of the guy they brought in, in Arizona deep bench undrafted guy. He was he was hesitating too much. I don't know if DJ Reader is slipping as he's getting old. I, they were not effective. They've not been very effective in the middle, as as I would expect them to be. So the Bengals do have their issues. So, for those of you may be like, if if you're a Browns fan, you're like, oh man, the Bengals are back. Well, they're better, and they're going to be competitive. They're, they're not going to go away and win five games this year. Uh, but the Bengals are not as good as I thought they'd be, and that's not just, you know that's aside from the from the Joe Burrow injury. This division is still very much up for grabs. Nobody in this division, and again, it's way early. I mean, we're not even at the third one-third point of the season. It's way early, but um, none of these four teams have looked great. They've had their moments, all of them, but there's flaws on all of them. Um, As the Browns come off a bye having to play this, this juggernaut in San Francisco, They've got two weeks to get ready um hopefully the coaching staff has been working hard. they are going to need the Browns if they're going to beat San Francisco they're going to have to play an a, an A plus game there's no doubt about it they, they are the def- we need to see the defense that we saw the first three weeks of the season if the Browns play defense that way, they will have a chance in this game. Uh, I don't believe this nonsense that the Browns, I know there's going to be a lot of doomsayers, that the Browns have no chance. They're going to get blown out. And, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but they're only a four-and-a-half-point dog. They're not double-digit underdog at home. They're at home. They're coming off a bye. I mean, I, I'm not making excuses for Stefanski. Let, let's go win this game. You know, but all these teams in this division have flaws. Uh, Pittsburgh's offense is terrible. It really is. I mean, they cannot move the ball at all consistently. Um, But their defense is good. Baltimore has been very inconsistent offensively. There's some games where they look sensational and some games where they look completely lost. Their defense is fine. We know the Browns offense outside of the, the game three against Tennessee has been bad. The defense has been excellent. And the Bengals have not been very good on either side of the ball until this last game where they were good on offense. So I, I not only do I think the Browns can, pop, you know, again, am I leaning towards picking the Browns to win a Sunday? Honestly, no. But I think they can. And we'll see how things go as the week goes by. But I still think the Browns can win this division, despite the fact that they've lost games to Baltimore and Pittsburgh. That makes it tricky. But if we get the 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 washing the um, the Sean Watson that played against Tennessee, the Browns can win the division with that guy and this defense. They can. Will they get it? Will they do it? I don't know. We'll see if Deshaun the, the Watson plays coming off the bye against San Francisco. I assume he will, but obviously there's no short things right now. All right, uh, thanks to everybody for joining me as always. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. I'll be back on Wednesday. We'll recap, obviously, the Monday Night Football game and start full steam ahead to Browns, Niners, Bengals, Seahawks, and keeping a, uh, track of all the AFC North action that's going on. Thanks for joining me as always. You've been listening to The Bullpen with me, Adam the Bull, part of the Bet Rivers Network. See you everybody. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.